0: to the sports desk on your Friday the 21st of April. Um, it's just after five o'clock. Good afternoon to you, Jerry. I'm Sam Manhattan. Welcome to the Friday edition of the sports desk. Plenty to get through today. Got some news coming off the top. We'll then get into the next round of AFL. NBA finals are underway and of course the world of the round ball game as we always cover. Good afternoon, Jerry. Good afternoon,
1: Sam. Um, big week, just us two. Currently rocking the Carlton Blues jersey. Sorry. Ah,
0: yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll put that up on the Instagram. Just from a couple of weeks ago, uh, we did have the Carlton North Melbourne. Bit. The loser had to wear the each other Guernsey. And uh, there it is. How does it feel on you? Oh, yeah. It feels a bit too Navy, but... Um, <laughs> too Navy.
1: Yeah. Uh, if it was Essendon, I would not be wearing it. So
0: Yeah, no, yeah. that's that's definitely true. All right, well, we <laughs> better get into some of the hot news off the press.
1: Yeah, sounds good. Um, so the first hot news off the press is the Qantas Ashes Tour of the UK starting June 7th all the way to July 31st in England. So without further ado, the squads have been announced. Um, I believe it's a 17-man squad with um, Pat Cummins, the captain, Steve Smith as vice captain, you got Scotty Boland, Alex Carey, Cameron Green, Marcus Harris, Josh Hazelwood, Travis Head, Josh Ingles, Usman Khawaja, Manus Labuschagne, Nathan Lyon, Mitch Marsh, Bison, Todd Murphy, Matthew Renshaw, Mitch Stark, and David Warner. Um, Mitch Marsh, I'm pretty happy with that because he's a North um supporter and yeah, like <laughs> just that all rounder in case like something happens to Cam Green because last Ashes series he played really well. Um, Marsh. Um. And Josh Ingalls could possibly make a debut at the top order, which, you know, Davey Warner still, you know, that spot could be taken. What do you think, Sam?
0: Yeah, well, it's still open. Plenty to play with that. And that whole selection process has been very controversial. But are you pretty happy with the selection so far?
1: Yeah, no no complaints here. Um, I just want to see more from the top order, which, um, yeah, that could be an issue. Um, but... With other news, um, Christopher O'Connell. So two years ago, he was on um, the Dole. And two years later, he's beating Alexander Zerev, who's a former one number three, um, Grand Slam finalist of the US Open, semi-finalist um, at Roland Garros last year. Um, he beat him in straight sets 7-6, 7-2 um, in the tiebreak and 6-4 in the second set. And he's beat Hugo Umber from um, France as well, 6-4, six, 6-4 four, six, four in the round of 32. And now he's going to play um, Caboli from Italy in the quarterfinals. So you never know, before the French Open, Christopher O'Connell could be lifting his first um, ATP tool um, title. So that's very interesting.
0: Yeah, definitely interesting. Uh, also in the news, uh, there was no footy last night, but there was an uh, NRL game and the uh, um, South Sydney Rabbitohs continued to launch a late, late fight back. Uh, to defeat the Penrith Panthers 20-18 uh, and in a classic NRL game. Uh, the Rabbitohs trailed uh, in an 18-10 with six minutes left in the match before Mitchell scored a try off uh, Lachlan uh, Leus' kick. I'm not sure the name. <laughs> the Rabbitohs fullback uh, was denied. Moments later with uh, Nathan Cleary uh, dragged him down from behind after a line break. Uh, but the Rabbitohs were still able to provide a last gas effort to win the match when Mitchell offered a space at the left edge before Alex Johnson, so it ended twenty to eighteen. Pretty interesting. <laughs> um, I bet they were ruining though with uh, last weekend. I don't know why there wasn't a storm or. I'd hopefully they take it r- into a review next year. How we had to gather round last year and there was no live sport in Melbourne mm-hmm. last week. So, um, yeah. interesting one. Um, also, just thinking off the top, live Golf is underway in Adelaide. Um, so we'll check in with how the Aussies are doing later on in the show, but that's um big two weekends in Adelaide if uh <laughs>
1: <laughs> two if enjoying
0: that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so some of the best in golf are over there as well at the moment. Any last bit of stories for you? Uh, none from me. Any last ones from you? No, <laughs> that's it. That's, that's it. Uh, so when we come back, we'll be talking – uh, AFL, um, we've got NBA coming up, um, so all that and more on the sports desk on Your Friday afternoon, and I'm going to play this is a brand new one from the Foo Fighters um, e- ever since Taylor Hawkins passed away uh, and it's just over ticked over a year since they played here, so i um, amazed to see that there is a new track and I assume Dave is playing on the drums here, so that's coming up now on the sports desk on your Friday afternoon on Sin. Foo Fighters rescued the brand new one from them on the sports desk in your Friday afternoon on Sin, and it's time to talk some footy AFL. Mm-hmm. And we start off with tonight. It's round six, is it? Yes. Round six, that's, yeah. everything is flying by. Um, gather round just flew past us and it's good to have some footy we can attend this weekend in Melbourne. Yeah, well, <laughs> I see, think we could only be able yeah. uh, almost felt like a bye, <laughs> not <laughs> happening. any games here. Uh, but we start off tonight uh, with the Fremantle Dockers facing the Western Bulldogs at home at Optus Stadium from 8.10pm tonight um Fremantle uh, haven't announced any changes uh, apart from uh, Sam Switzowski being out injured uh, and the Western Bulldogs have announced here Alex Keith in Josh Bruce out Mitch Hannon uh, has also been admitted. a bit of a weird one here i'm I'm not sure mm. not, not sure where to place this um a tight win last week for Uh, The Dockers and then another disappointing game for the West Bulldogs who seem to be like a roller coaster, Just keep going up and down.
1: Yeah. I think this one is pretty straightforward. Like, Freo last year, like, knocked off the doggies at um, home as well during that final series.
0: Yes, the massive comeback. Yeah, the
1: massive comeback. And I think it'll be a similar story uh, tonight. So, yeah, probably four goals, I reckon. Freo win. What about you?
0: Yeah, I think... um, I, I think the Freo we saw isn't going away. It has been a slow start, and they did lose a few of their men to a few other teams, but I still think there's some, some stuff there that's still um, ready been really hibernating, and uh, I think mm-hmm. a big Friday night game at home at Optus, um, it's a massive opportunity for them. Um, so I think I'm going to take uh, the Dockers as well for an upset. Well, not an upset, but... Uh, <laughs> Um, big win in, but I don't think it's going to be. I reckon the margin's probably only going to be like eleven points. I, I think okay. yeah. I think the dogs will give him a good crack, but uh, uh, not not enough for uh, them. As we move on to tomorrow, uh, it's Port Adelaide taking on the West Coast Eagles from one forty five at Adelaide Oval. Port Adelaide have announced in Brin Tiki uh, Tkel maybe uh, Oli Lord and Tom Jonas. Out's Charlie Dixon, Dylan Williams, uh, Jackson Mead, Scott Lysett. Uh, West Coast have announced Luke Foley, uh, Luke Shuey and Zane True back in. Out, Brady, uh, Hugh uh, Elliott Yo, Noah Long and Xavier O'Neill. So some massive changes for both oppositions, positions. But uh, Charlie Dixon's a massive one for Port Adelaide. Yeah, like he kicked three
1: goals a few weeks ago and he's been showing some good form early this season. Also, Scotty Lysette, their main ruckman as well. So, but yeah. do they, Does it say what the injury is he's been out, ruled out with? No, it hasn't come up yet. Um, okay. Yeah.
0: Interesting one. Uh, and of course, West Coast having a horrible run with the injuries. Uh, but getting, I mean, Chewie back, it's pretty decent. But uh, Big Elliot, yo, that's not a good one either. Yeah. Mm. Um, Interesting one. Uh, I think I would like to see the Eagles um, get some form back, but I just think uh, right now (laughs) getting to face Port is not a great opportunity at that. Um, And then, yeah, they were just hammered by the Cats last week, the Eagles, Um, and it's looking to be a long year for them. And Port, on the other hand, got got up to the Dogs by 14 points last week, so I think they're going to continue their home run. Getting to play at home back to back. Now, just just quickly, we'll we'll sidebar. Do you think that is it? A, it's an unfair advantage to the Port Adelaide teams because of Gatheram for the next three years. Ooh.
1: Well, it depends who they play. Like a few proposals have been said that it should be a showdown derby against for two clubs, um, but I feel like yeah, it kind of is unfair. Yeah, having an extra home game, and um, you also got the crowd with you. Um, Yep. Even though there's neutrals, I just I don't know. It's yeah,
0: really I I think it's hard for them to consider doing a showdown because that's their one money piece, mm. uh, and it's probably a season or or how many times they do the showdown, and then so they probably might lose out on some of the crowd that they could potentially be getting if they played someone else with all the travelling fans. So that's probably why they wouldn't do that. But I see. But I mean, maybe they could reduce their number of home games throughout the season or something. Yeah, but like them, I is. mean, how they balance that, that's up to the fixturing. But it's a weird one. Uh, but then I've seen the other, other arguments that people <laughs> say, well, all the finals are in at the MCG, basically. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a home ground for Victorians most of the time. That's true, yeah, yeah. Which it is true. So, um, I mean, it's interesting. I, I'm glad they've got it again, Adelaide, because I, I, now that I've seen it, def- 100% want to go next year. Yeah, 100%, seems like such yeah. a fun time uh, to get away. But. Uh, I would love to be, you know, a a touring thing that goes around, especially to areas that footy maybe doesn't do so well because I think that's the point of these magic rounds and the like that they're meant to grow the game. Um, uh, As we continue on uh, as well, on Saturday at 4.35pm from Monica Oval, the GWS Giants take on the Brisbane Lions. Brent Daniels and Harry Perryman come in from the Giants out Adam Kennedy, Cooper Hamilton, Tom Green uh Brisbane uh, brought in Jack Gunston at Darcy Fort and Jared Lyons. It was the sub interesting one here the uh I don't know how many times g w s play at minor Carville i wonder <laughs> I wonder if you can look up their record there it could be interesting um but interesting one brisbane of course um having a good couple of weeks um mm. knocking off Collingwood the week been before and then well just having a bit of a training session oh, <laughs> last week. <come> on, mate. <laughs>
1: Crows against
0: the Blues, mate. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll come to that. We'll come to that. That's fair. Um, Yeah, no, interesting one. I I seem to think, I I mean, unless my memory mistakes me, I think they play all right at Monica. And uh, a couple of times we've had snow down there. (laughs) It's been cold so so many times. Um, But as for. uh, the, What was their record? I was going to say. Oh, yeah. So that massive confidence-boosting win. I know it was against Hawthorne, but uh, both teams have been struggling. But that was a great finish to that game. And yeah. any tight finish, doesn't matter who you're playing on, the that, that that is sure to give you a, a confidence boost. <laughs> um, whether they'll be able to match the Lions, and if the Lions are sleeping, the Lions are sleeping tonight. <laughs> I think the Lions will be roaring. So <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I know. I mean, I'm just saying, like, um, there has been many times – yeah, throughout yeah, the year, where you just expect them and that and uh they've been asleep, so yeah, that's true. they can't afford to do that, so i uh, yes, I am picking the lions, <laughs> <laughs> but uh wouldn't be surprised to see the giants come out uh in Canberra. Mm. Uh, Saturday night from GMHBA Stadium from 7.25 p.m. It's the grand final rematch. Geelong have named Gary Rowan, Jonathan Segler out, Brandon Parfit, Reece Stanley and Tyson Stengel. Sydney have named in Aaron Francis, Ryan Clark out, Corey Warner, Joe Amati and Will Gould. So interesting changes um, for Geelong as well, losing Reece Stanley and Stengel. uh, It's probably... Really big for them and um, Amadi's been pretty good for Sydney as well. So mm. that's probably a shame as well as the uh, the Warner Brothers. Um, <laughs> Sydney have been playing really well at the moment and I'm still not sold on Geelong. Yes, they've had been played back into the form by their last couple of weeks. That's true. Um, and I think Sydney, they'll take it personally. <laughs> no one no one gets hammered in a grand final and forgets about it. Yeah. So, even though it is Geelong's home game, it's their first at their home uh for this season. Uh as Sino do you know if the, the works have been completed? Or will we still see the footy going out and being collected by tradies?
1: I think the works have been completed. I, oh, okay. Yeah. Don't quote me on this, but I've heard some stuff about like the grounds and just like managing all the different gates and all that, so okay. it should be full capacity.
0: Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, I, I don't mind it. I've been down there well. And hopefully they upgraded the seats that I've sat in <laughs> because I've been to a game once down there Yeah, and uh, sitting on a seat that they probably haven't replaced since 1985 and uh, <laughs> got rained on. So yeah, that was a horrible freezing cold night down there. So. <laughs> Um, but uh, interesting. What are your thoughts on this game? I think the Cats will win
1: just because, like, for Sydney forward line without Franklin and Marty and a few others, could be um, down with the tall timber. And you know, like, you still got the likes of the Koning back there. Like Blitovs can play there. And um, yeah, with Rowan back as well for Stengel, that's a like-for-like um, replacement. So I feel like the Cats will continue that um, parallel on. Um, you know, the defeats to Sydney.
0: See, I don't know. Tom Papley, he's not a tall man. He, and yeah, he gets the true. job done. He absolutely gets it done himself. But he got <laughs> locked down by Tui Lush in the grand final, so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe, this, maybe losing the grand final just spurred this side on mm. this year, and even without all their injuries. So Sydney looked like a scary team, so agree to disagree on that <laughs> one uh, tomorrow oh, sorry Sunday afternoon Hawthorne at play uh, the Adelaide crows from 110 p.m. in Tasmania Utah Stadium uh, Hawthorne have announced Mac Lynch Max Lynch out Josh Ward and Lloyd Meek Adelaide have uh, only announced Ned McHenry as a sub on my screen so hopefully that's correct <laughs> um, Hawks yeah having a struggle here um, I mean it's just the rebuild year for them. Mm. Uh, really exciting game, as I mentioned before, against the Giants um, at Norwood Oval. Uh, and Adelaide travel after a big, massive win for them. Um, Confidence. We're pumping their tyres all year Adelaide, and then they had to do me like that. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, the, um, painful. Painful, that one. Uh, but moment, so. uh, They looked incredible, yeah. Adelaide. Fogarty, three goals, one. And Rankin, their forward line is shaping to be something else. I think. Yeah, um, oh, I think this will be a demolition sixty-plus by Adelaide. If they don't
1: like win by a fair bit, then like, how are you going to call them top four contenders
0: or whatnot? But yeah, interesting. Yeah, I'd, well, yeah, well, that's these are the level of games. I, I think. Yeah, they need to. What about
1: our next one, mate? A blockbuster. <laughs>
0: Marvel Stadium is sold out for the next one, and uh, uh, if anyone's bad. got a spare ticket for me, I'm, I've only got <laughs> sterling room at the minute. So. Uh, Carlton plays St Kilda, 3.20 Sunday, Marvel Stadium, uh, in for Carlton. Alex Chincotta, debut, I think. Uh, yes. Mitch McGovern back in, um, Adam Saad out, Lockie Plamman out, and Tom DeConing out, so... Uh, a few bigs out, big outs there, Sard and De Koning. Um, Sard's been really good this season, um, and Tom's just really getting getting to know his role, uh, shared with Pittenet, and, uh, yeah, so that's not good. Uh, but Pittenet is okay. He did come off with an eye injury during the Adelaide game. A lot of people thought concussion, but just the eye, so not no concussion um, at all. And uh, the stock's in the back line. L- losing McGovern and... Um, uh, and uh, what's his name? It's gone out of my head. Oh, no, Doherty, a couple of weeks ago. So oh, it's, the defence is a bit under pressure at the moment, yeah. especially Sard going out as well. And uh, Saints have been playing very well, um, uh, only going down last week to Collingwood for their first defeat of the year, which they played a decent game in almost came back very late as well. Mm. Um, and, I mean, yeah, Jack Steele. <laughs> what can I say? We have um, two Membry as well. Yeah. Solid
1: medium sized forward.
0: So uh, it's a danger game. We, we lost yeah. to this game last year. Um, so I, I wanted to get back to him in, in it, but uh, I don't know. I'm not confident. I'll still back for Blues here.
1: Um, I was saying off there before that Charlie, Kerno and Mackay still probably got like against whoever's um, St. Kilda defenders. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you got Dougal Howard and um a few others down there, and I feel like they just if Charlie Kerner turns it on in the first quarter or two, then yeah the defense will struggle there. Um, and then likewise it just goes back to the midfield with Cripper again. Still, still wouldn't be hundred percent. So yeah, we'll just have to see there. But I think Carlton will win in a
0: very close game. Okay, well, I hope you're right. Um, I, I read a stat today. Charlie Kerner is actually averaging more goals than he was at this time last season. Oh, there we go. Which is, I, I mean, I knew he was doing very well, but uh, I I didn't. Maybe, maybe he came back late into the year. Like, I'm trying to remember, but <laughs> it's long ago. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm not, not going to tip the blues. I can't do that to myself. And uh, as we mentioned earlier, you can check on uh, our Instagram, sports test seeing Jerry <laughs> is donning the Carlton jumper. Uh, his bet that he lost. No. Um, we move on to Sunday, 4.40 uh, from Heritage Bank Stadium up in the Gold Coast. It's the Suns hosting North Melbourne. Jared Wits in, Levi Kasbolt in for the Suns out, Alex Sexton and Bailey Humphrey and Ned Boyle, uh, Ned Moyle, sorry. Uh, North Melbourne have named Aaron Hall and Paul Curtis out, Hugh Greenwood, Jai Simkin, Liam Shields, and it's also... Uh, Goldstein's 300th yes Goldie 300 you have a north media have been hyping it up
1: all week and credit goes to Todd Goldstein because growing up watching him he's you know been a mainstay in our like rock and midfield department for you know 17 plus years now and yeah just wanted to acknowledge him because he's only our sixth seventh player to six player from, right? yeah, yeah to reach six uh, 300 games um and Todd Goldstein, my memories um from like being a young kid watching North in the 2015-14 final series when he took that big mark on Tomahawk um in that semi final twenty fourteen <laughs> that was like like magical because they kicked four on us um late and we're up by five goals at three quarter time and we managed to sneak home by one goal because of Todd Goldstein and you know he's the hitouts leader in the AFL. I think a record 81 hit-outs against Rory Love when he debuted for the Giants. Um, yep. And, yeah, it just goes to show I feel like he's kind of um, been the pioneer for that extra midfielder-type rock role, like with Grundy and Gorn over the past few years because before that, you only had the Ruckman and they didn't really contribute with, like, much of a ball and didn't have, like, the skills, I guess. Um, And coming from a basketball background, it's incredible what Goldie's been able to do by foot
0: as well. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. Uh, it's, it's great to see when rucks literally go down for the low, low balls and stuff, and when they pull that off, it, it looks good. <laughs> yeah. uh, but a bit sad with the North team. They've missed an opportunity here. I saw a couple of the shorts, uh, shirts going around yeah. with Goldie 300. What, what, solid gold. Why didn't you have that on a shirt? <laughs> solid gold. Um, oh, I think that's so. <laughs> could, could be copyright maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, interesting. I mean, something like that's massive for the club and I'm sure all the players know, you know, um, one club players get a lot of respect, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's always great to see when they have a massive achievement. like So So it really should lift the team. Um, and after a humiliating loss last week, you want to yeah. step up. I, I reckon I don't know, I still don't know about Gold Coast. I really thought they were going to be a big improvement. Uh, still... Still not showing enough. Uh, I still think there's a lot to work on there. Mm. So maybe they're at the picking here. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not confident to back them in on it, but um, this could be one for the taking for North if they really wanted it. <laughs> Although wit's coming back. <laughs> it's interesting. Well, Goldie's got a
1: second win. So, you know, I'm going to back my boys this week. Um, we'll do it
0: for Goldie. Do it, yeah, for Goldie. We'll do it for Goldie. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Monday, of course, we move on to now 7.25pm from the MCG. uh, The Melbourne Demons taking on the Richmond Tigers. Melbourne have named Bailey Laurie, Daniel Turner, Jake Lever, Luke Dunstan, Max Gorn, Michael Hibbard. That is a decent bunch. Out Adam Tomlinson, Charlie Spargo and Jake Melksham. Richmond uh, have named in Jack Ross, Jacob Bauer, Jaden Short. Uh, there's no outs listed yet. I just assume that's because it's Monday. It's still a while away. Yeah. Um, interesting one. This is, and of course, this is the Anzac Day Eve game. So under lights, and uh, they always turn the lights out, and they do the the parade around. Um, mm. um, interesting. It really, it's always. I reckon these are one of the hardest, apart from finals, hard to get tickets for these games uh, in the year. Especially the, uh, of course, the Anzac Day game, but the in the last couple of years, that's become a really big one as well.
1: Mm-hmm. I think the Ds have this one just because, like, if you look at Gorn coming in, Dunstan, Hibbard, Lever there, what, well, you got three premiership players there. And then compared to the Tigers, who've been struggling for the past few weeks. Um, and I did get the chicken early on this season, Sam, but, like, the Tigers haven't been performing well enough to make top eight. And I don't think. It will happen against Melbourne. So yeah,
0: yeah. no, they they are really sliding back down the ladder. The Tigers, yeah. um, they're just not showing enough. They're not. Uh, I mean, some of the players have got there. They on they should be still doing all right, but it's just I don't know. Maybe it's just one of those natural declines mm-hmm. from from a. Good successful years, and whether you start to hang on to that or you start to dissolve it, that's up to the the coaching team and all that kind of stuff. But uh, still early on, but uh, uh, yeah, I agree. I think Melbourne needs to come out, especially <laughs> after losing to Essendon. Gee, that must oh, be embarrassing. <laughs> um, so speaking of Essendon, you got the Anzac Day clash. Yes, oh, massive Tuesday, three uh, twenty pm from the MCG. One of the biggest games of the year, the Anzac Day clash. Uh, I can't even see any lineups that so far yeah, out. No, so line-ups, um,
1: <laughs> this will be a very close game, considering what Elliot did last year after the siren.
0: Um, yeah, it, oh, I almost forgot about that. Yeah, Gee, it could wow.
1: be something similar. The, you know.
0: n- this is the first time in a couple of years where, as big as the game is, they're second and third on the ladder currently.
1: Yeah, like if you told this me is that, insane. Literally six weeks ago, we would have like chickened <laughs> it.
0: Yeah. 100 percent. Hundred percent. No, I, I'm blown away for why where this game is at. Uh, it's absolutely massive for both clubs. Normally it's just, you know, um, it's Essendon's grand final pretty much. Yeah. Um, but it's really more than that this year. Uh, I've I I, I still picked Collingwood, but yeah. I'll I, still I've seen Stranger go, yeah. Things. Yeah. I've really seen Stranger Things. I'd be very upset with myself because it's one of those games. I mean, especially for me being a Carlton fan personally, it's just... <laughs> crab versus crab, in my head. But uh, <laughs> um, well, we already know that take Taylor, the Adams and um Zach Merida out with
1: um one match suspensions. Yes, of course. And um Murphy's out as well for a few weeks with that concussion. So yeah, both teams with a few outs. It could be interesting there.
0: And bigger than footy too. This game is. Uh, yeah, it's it's, it's always a great thing. The uh, the last post um, and leading into it's, it's a special day. Mm. Um, uh, so uh, always a big occasion that um, I remember. I was saying on Monday, I think it was to Jason that we both had done Ozkick. coincidentally Auskick on Anzac Day, which is incredible. Yeah. Actually, actually, was my was it Anzac Day? I know it was a Collingwood Essendon game. Maybe it wasn't even, but I have a visual memory of being at the MCG. Um, Anyway, (laughs) enough about me. So that is the round ahead, and uh, we'll we'll just go through the top eight at the moment because it is ridiculous. Uh, Round six we're at, and St Kilda on top still. Essendon in second. Collingwood in third. Carlton in fourth. Uh, Sydney fifth. Melbourne sixth. Uh, Adelaide 7th and Brisbane Lions just rounding out the top eight. So I know it's only early on, but uh, interesting. I'd I'd love to be able to see – maybe you can look it up during the break. We'll have a look at the round six later from last year. I know it's a long time ago and a long time in football, but I don't think it would have been as wild at that point as it is here in this season. So very interesting. When we come back, NBA finals are underway Uh, And, of course, the round ball game, we're going to get to A-League, FA Cup, Premier League, and a bit of Champions League wrap this week. Uh, That's all ahead next on the Sports Desk, but this is uh, the new one from Nothing But Thieves. They are here next Thursday. I'm so excited. This is the new one called Welcome to the DCC. This is the Sports Desk on Sin. Nothing but thieves on the sports desk on your Friday afternoon. And it's time to talk some NBA basketball. And, Jerry, take us away. NBA finals are well and truly underway. Indeed, they are, Um, Sam. So, you got Tuesday's
1: matches um, have gone by, and Wednesday as well, and also today's game. So, we'll start off with Tuesday. So, the Boston Celtics defeating the Atlanta Hawks 119 106. Jason Tatum dropping a double double. Um, I think Boston's killed this. They're up 2 0. I don't see the Hawks coming back. Could be a sweep. Uh, The Cleveland Cavs defeated the Knicks 107 90. Uh, The series is locked at 1 all. Um, And their next match is tomorrow, so that'll be interesting. Uh, The Suns defeated the Clippers 123 109, with Booker dropping 38. They were 1 1, but now they're 2 1, so we're touching today's game as well. Uh, on Wednesday, the Grizzlies defeated the Lakers by 10 points. The series is now locked up at 1 0. Um, I think the Lakers are still relying too much on LeBron because he dropped 28 that game. Grizzlies without jar still playing really well. This could go into game 7. Uh, the Bucks defeating the Heat 138 to 122. So that's a 1 0. Um, comeback now, even without Giannis the Bucks with Middleton looked really good uh, this, yeah I still think the Bucks will um, take out the Hayden 6, uh, the Nuggets defeating Wolves by 9 points their lead is 2-0 now and in today's matches, the Philadelphia 76ers my boys, you saw me repping the Alan Iverson stuff um, this summer yeah. but they defeated the Nets 102-97 to lead 3-0 uh, I think the series clinched, Tyrese Maxey 25 points, James Harden 21, John Embiid a double-double. Um, Tyrese Maxey is really turning into a playoff um, poster boy here, so he's dropped two games over 20 points now, last game was over 30, and he just reminds me a bit of Alan Iverson with his, um, just his shooting, um, probably not as good, but yeah, we could could make it deep. Uh, the Warriors defeating the Kings in to 97. They still trail 2-1, but Stephen Curry with 36, um, as he always does, could bring the series back. And to wrap off things today, the Suns defeating the Clippers once again 129 to 124 in a close contest. But it just goes to show, you know, the super teams um, <laughs> they do win matches. Sam Devin Booker dropping 45 points, and Kevin Durant with 28 as well. So the series is at 2-1. And with tomorrow's matches, um, you've got a fair few. So you've got the Bucks and the Heat, and you've also got Atlanta and Boston. So that could be some some changes in the series, or it could be closer to a sweep. Any thoughts there, Sam?
0: Yeah, excited for the both one each for the Knicks and the Cavaliers. Tomorrow, 10.30 as well, and their first final series for a while, the Knicks. Uh, interesting. Any others, like, smoke? Some Smokies. maybe some players that maybe haven't really showed up, but now that it's finals that they've just come out of the woodwork? Ooh. Well, I feel like Devin Booker was a bit
1: quiet before the playoffs for the Suns and, like, Katie was carrying the load. But now, ever since the playoffs have, you know, heated up, he's been on fire. Like, last game he dropped 30-plus, I think, and today – Dropping 46 against, you know, a very formidable point opponent with the Clippers. you got Kwai Leonard and Paul George there. So, like, uh, he's one that stood out. And once again, I'm going to plug his name, but Tyrus Maxey, he's only in his, like, second playoffs with Philadelphia 76ers. He's 21 years of age and he's coming of
0: age, literally. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. I also saw, um, uh, Oh, no, his name's gone. The Aussie. He's back home at the moment. Oh, Josh so he's, Kitty. He's in, he's in the country, he's yeah. He's doing
1: a meet and greet in Doncaster, so if you're a big fan. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Have a look there. The collectibles. Um. Yeah. Exciting.
0: Okay. Exciting times. NBA in, in where? <laughs> um, in Doncaster, NBA all the way to Doncaster. That's straight. <laughs> it's like one of those um, when they do the the book signings. Some yeah, yeah book shop.
1: It's a collectible store with like <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that's cool.
0: All right. Well, NBA finals. Interesting as that continues. When we come back, uh, it is the round ball game. Uh, some Champions League to review. Uh, the FA Cup semi-finals this weekend. Premier League heating up, uh, and so many things going on. That's all oh, up next on the Sports Desk. One wanted this. It's five years since Avicii's passed away. Rest so. in peace, Avicii. This is Levels on the Sports Desk and your Friday on Sin. Avicii Levels on the Sports Desk and your Friday afternoon and it's time to get to some Champions League. And so the semi-finals have figured themselves out after uh, a big couple of games uh, throughout the week. So the second leg of the quarter-finals have been played. So on Wednesday, Milan drew one-one with Napoli, which meant uh, uh, Milan are through two-one. Chelsea played Real Madrid. They went down 2 0 in both of their games, so it's a 4 0 aggregate win for Real Madrid. Not according to the Chelsea's owner, though. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> he was thinking it was going to be a 3 0 win for Chelsea. Oh, uh, yeah, on another planet. <laughs> <laughs> um, Inter played Benfica uh, on Wednesday as well, and they drew 3 3, but Inter went through 5 3 on aggregate. Man- uh, Bayern hosted uh, Manchester City in Munich, uh, but uh, it was a one-one draw. But it wasn't enough four-one for um, uh, City going through. So it was a weird one to watch because um, we almost sat back and we didn't have possession, which mm. was which was very bizarre to not watch us have a lot of possession. Uh, that did come out of slate, but uh, not really. Wasn't going to happen. It just wasn't going to happen. But <laughs> it's too comfortable. Bloody hell! The Bayern fans. And I mean, preps to them. They had this uh, weird ass delay at the start of the game, which means that the fans just kept singing Bayern, and it was so loud oh. that the players had to talk to each other with their mouths, hands <laughs> over their mouths, just to, to cover the sound. Um, so pretty impressive. But oh well, you're out. So Man City are through. So it sets up some interesting semi-finals. Leg one of two, tenth of May. Uh, Real Madrid face Man City at five a.m. and Milan play Inter on the eleventh of May Ooh. at five a.m. All Italian semi-final. I tell you what, mate. Um,
1: Ligon Street's going to be pretty <laughs> <very> busy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I mean, two weeks' time. I, I can't wait for that. That's going to be massive. Uh, And then, of course, the final is set for the 11th of June. So still a while away as we look at the Premier League now. Uh, Go back to the thing. And so we mentioned on Monday how Arsenal dropped some uh, massive points that they probably shouldn't have. Uh, So tomorrow... They face Southampton at 5am and hopefully, <laughs> well, I don't say hopefully, but hopefully for them, uh, they don't stuff up because, again, I've been saying it and I'll say it every week. All these teams that are fighting relegation are going to be the hardest to play than anyone else. Mm. I swear that's the thing. So interesting one, although Southampton, they should be able to get it done. But uh, some interesting managerial decisions from Arteta last week. Uh, so we'll get to see <laughs> what comes of that tomorrow. Uh, Fulham play Leeds United 9.30pm tomorrow. Uh, Man United uh, and Chelsea has been postponed. Crystal Palace and Everton play midnight uh, on Sunday morning, uh, Saturday night. Uh, Liverpool, Nottingham Forest at the same time. Brentford and Aston Villa as well as at the same time. Leicester City and Wolves as well. Uh, Brighton and Man City have been postponed. They are playing in the FA Cup. Uh, Newcastle host Tottenham Sunday 11 p.m. Uh, and Bournemouth host West Ham Sunday 11 p.m. as well. Newcastle Tottenham, really interesting one there for the battle of top four, fourth and fifth. So, um, just looking at the points now, just to see, yeah, it's only three, uh, only three points behind. They are Newcastle, so it's one win so they could leapfrog in Tottenham and get a Champions League spot but we'll see so that's going to be a massive game sunday and as we look to the FA Cup now um the semi-finals for that this weekend man city host sheffield united sunday 1:45 am and brighton hosts man united monday 1:30 am so uh, props to brighton going really far as well as sheffield bloody hell <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I missed that when I read that um Interesting, uh, of course. Man City going out last year in the the semi final mm. against Liverpool, uh, but they've been not going too well this year, so that's okay. Uh, so we look at the Premier League table. So Arsenal still on top, seventy four points. Man City in second, on seventy points. Man United in third, fifty nine. Newcastle fifty six in fourth. Uh, t- Tottenham fifty three. Uh, in fifth, sixth, Aston Villa, uh, 50th. So there's that top four, top six. Uh, and then towards the bottom end oh. of the scale, all the way from, oh, it's still tight. So Bournemouth currently in 14th spot, West Ham in 15th, uh, Leeds in 16th, Everton 17th, hanging on the edge. And in the drop zone currently, Nottingham Forest, Leicester City, and Southampton. So. Oh, good, mate. Oh, uh, how do you feel? <laughs> oh, it's very depressing being a
1: <laughs> Leicester supporter and knowing you're in some trouble. But I think the Wolves at home, we've got a chance here. Diego Costa, he's been in form for the Wolves, but he's like 36, mate. His prime was at Chelsea. So yep. if we can, Sudo can lock him down and Jamie Vardy can, you know, just strike a few goals last to arrive, you know, and get us back up, um, back to 14th, 15th and away from relegation.
0: Yeah, Forrest, That's an interesting one too. They spent so much. They came up and basically wiped out their whole, whole team. Just put the credit card out, <laughs> yeah. and now they're going to go. See, it's, I don't know. I, you you want to update your team, and you want to, but I just think to 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 wallop who you got up there out, mm. bringing all just you know dollar signs coming in. Uh, I mean, it goes to show. I I don't think that's long enough to just completely flip your whole team out and now you're back down and that's a big loss if they go down, a loss mm-hmm. of money. Um, and Everton just hanging by a thread. So I think – and Leeds are another one. Uh, I, I, they've been going up and down as well. Yeah. Um, so hopefully for your sake, Leicester come up <laughs> uh, come up, and maybe Leeds go down. I'm sure that offsets you, Leeds fan. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Interesting. It's funny not being in this uh, position, uh, at least in my recent memory. Oh, Um, come on, man. But I do go for Carlton, so. Yeah, that's true. So I I have the best of both worlds. Uh, Back home, A-League. Second last round. Tonight, Western Sydney Wanderers play Wellington Phoenix at 7.45 p.m. Then tomorrow, it's Newcastle Jets and the Central Coast Mariners from 5 p.m. Uh, Western United play Melbourne City 7.45 tomorrow night. Get down, that should be good. Pretty much Western need to win if they want to make finals, otherwise it's over. Uh, Melbourne Victory play MacArthur uh, Sunday 3 o'clock. Perth Glory hosts Adelaide United Sunday at 6pm and Brisbane Raw hosts Sydney FC Monday 7pm as we go through the A-League table. Melbourne City premiers. On 49 points in second, Adelaide United, uh, Central Coast Mariners in third, Western Sydney Wanderers in fourth, Wellington Phoenix fifth, Sydney FC sixth, and then below that Newcastle Jets, West United and Perth Glory just on the outer. Um, so it's unlikely that I think this top six is going to change. Yeah, I think. Yeah, City obviously clinched the um, Premier's plate
1: and um, Sydney FC should secure that. Sixth position, so we'll, we'll call it early. It's all locked in.
0: <laughs> yep, <laughs> we'll be proven wrong. <laughs> uh, big, but, but I think uh, it's important, even though we, we had that title, uh, well, won the um, the uh, Premier's plate, we, we won't list, lift it till next Friday night, but uh, just want to keep the form going into the finals. It mm. you just can't get complacent because that's where these other teams coming up, um. And uh, yes, it gives you a home semi-final, but really, does it give you that much of a difference uh, advantage going into the finals? I- I'm not so sure. Maybe maybe you get a confidence boost, or maybe you just get a bit cloudy, cloudy judgment because you're all, you know, well, we've won, we've won one play, so it's I don't know, it's a, a mental game, uh, that kind of thing. So it'll be interesting to see that pans out, and we'll get excited for the A League finals uh, in a couple of weeks' time. But I think that. Ri- pretty much wraps up um, all what we've been talking about today. Uh, t- so just under about, let me look at the, the time, uh, to the big match tonight between Port Adelaide, uh, sorry, Fremantle and the Western Bulldogs, two hours and 14 minutes away to Friday night footy. Uh, so that's exciting. Any last things from you, Jerry? Oh, cross country tomorrow, round one. So yep,
1: very excited. Um, hopefully, you know, could medal for the under-20s boys, Div 1 side, so bring it on.
0: Go to uni. Yeah, well, I'm going to tr- training tomorrow for pub footy on a high after our first win of the <laughs> season, first win, first game. Uh, but if you haven't heard about pub footy, come down. Um, I think the next game is a couple of weeks' time, but you'll hear about it on the sports desk. <laughs> and no, it's a fun time at Victoria Park. Uh, so look forward to that, and make sure you keep up to date with our podcasts um, and our social media, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, Sports Desk Sin. And uh, I think we're not going to be here for Anzac Day Monday, but we'll be back 5 p.m. next Friday uh, for uh, another edition of The Sports Desk. Thank you, Jerry. Thanks, Sam. We'll see you then. I've been Sam and Hennett, uh, and this has been The Sports Desk for your Friday, the 21st of April on Sin.